Bush and Ritchie here with your Daily Takeaway podcast. We left you on a bit of a cliffhanger last night where there was an incredibly convoluted pick-up and drop-off situation so that Ritchie's other half, Natalie, could have a night out. We've got to find out how it went. Uh, I got home earlier than I, what I normally would be because... Um... I was picked up, obviously, one station earlier yeah. so that I could then be dropped home quickly so my wife could go out with her mate who would pick me up from the train station and just leave me at home. Uh, and it did get me home quicker, in fairness. The, the thing that I'm so fascinated uh, about this thing is that yeah. um, when, when we were in our late teens and bored down in Devon, I remember my friend Nick Trowbridge doing this thing where him and a group of friends were in a car and there's just a straight road from, from Brixham to Torquay. And what he did is he got off the bus, yeah. they picked him up, then they drove ahead of the bus and then they dropped him off so he's waiting at the next stop so that that bus driver would then get him back on the bus again. That's brilliant. I've just seen him. <laughs> then he'd get off the next stop and then drive back down there. It, it cost that. him a lot of money, but it was well worth it for the practical joke. So it's a little bit like that. You're trying to jump the shark almost. I kind of want to do that. You should do It's an amazing bit of fun. There's... um. This is going to get really niche and nerdy now. There is There are two stops on the the district line, uh-huh. uh, slash circle line, on the tube, where it's possible to run off, if you position yourself on the right spot on the train, to run off up and out the tube, along the street, to the next tube station, and run down and get back on to the right the, the same bit of the train. Oh, I think I've I think I've seen on YouTube someone try and maybe fail to do it. It's like yeah. quite dangerous, isn't it? It is quite dangerous. You've got we to... should do it. I'm up for this. <laughs> you and me? <laughs> yes. You really reckon with your back and my fitness we're in the best position to do that? It'd be like the uh, Batman and Robin bit from Only Fools and Horses. <laughs> Come up, running out of the smoke. This is the Daily Takeaway. Ahead of the big bank holiday coronation weekend. Loads going on. Uh, we see history lived out in front of our eyes, all these ancient ceremonies carried out. And who knew, who knew that part of the uh, coronation uh, regalia was that two days before the event, uh, parts of the royal family go and pull pints in a pub round the corner. They're literally about couple of hundred yards away from where we are right now. It's amazing. Dog and Duck in Soho, just round the corner from Golden Square. That is where uh, Wills and Kate have been this afternoon, going to a pub for no reason whatsoever, pulling pints for no reason whatsoever, and saying hello to people outside for no reason whatsoever. They're just normal people like you and I. They're normal people like you and I. I normally have a Chinook covering <laughs> the sky when I'm going for a drink as well. Bloke behind the bar in the pub I go to wears a suit without a tie. I'd love to go down there and just spot some of the security people. You know, because they're obviously embedded as well. Little uh, <laughs> earpiece, sunglasses, that kind of thing. Bloke on the fruit machine, he's actually security. Everyone, everywhere you look. It's an amazing thing. <laughs> Strangest thing. Uh, yeah, so they've been just around... Oh, I'm still around the corner right now, I'm sure. Uh, but it's not what you'd normally see in a pub. Or, or do you see famous people in the pub? Because I have had a drink around the corner here and oh, yeah. seen Timothy Spall. Timothy Spall yeah. in a pub around... Is that Barry from uh, Alfreda's Zane Pet? Yes. I believe it. Is that him or I've got the wrong person? We'll have to check during the next song. I'm, I'm going to check now. <laughs> Let's have a look. Timothy Spall. Is it Barry? Side note, everybody. We're just pausing. Timothy Spall. It is. It is. It is. It's Barry from our Don't doubt yourself in the future. I always panic sometimes with him. I always get him mixed up with someone else. The way I live is say it with confidence. People will believe you. Uh, So we're after the most famous person you've seen in a pub. Danny Cader has tweeted us to say, Guys, I was devastated to learn that Mick Jagger was sitting in the pub over the road from my house once when I lived in Greenfield, Saddleworth. My now ex had me shopping at the time. I'm still fuming. (laughs) And he 
Yes, the similar thing happened with John Sim, was filming in an area once as well, and he missed out. So, I mean, maybe even if there's a, a near-miss story there about yeah. nearly seeing a celebrity in we'll a We'll take them pub. as well. Debbie's in Manchester. Sigourney Weaver. Oh, wow. In a pub in Manchester. Debbie goes on to say, see, genuinely, with this kind of thing... There's always then a secondary part of the story. Says, my husband thought it was hilarious to pretend there was something bursting out of the front of his jump. <laughs> I, I remember that. Is that the trick where you, you, you hold, you take one arm out of your jumper yeah. and hold it, and That's then it. I got pulled out of church for doing that when I was at school. <laughs> Marched all the way to the back. <laughs> It's a shame you don't see that joke that much these days. It's a good joke. The game's gone, though, isn't it? It has gone, yeah. Bring another Aliens out and let's get it going again. Uh, Chris says, Sean Bean used to be regularly spotted in pubs around the Sheffield area in the late 90s. He came into my local and was hounded into doing karaoke with the evening entertainment who sang You Are The One That I Want with him while she danced around him. I was sat a few feet away. I don't know who cringed most. Uh, this text here says, I was chatting to some guys in a pub in Leek and said, oh, you look like someone famous. I can't remember what your name is. Uh, later, when a lad came for a selfie with him, I actually realised he was Robbie Savage. Wow, I mean, that's an unmistakable barnet that Robbie Savage has got. Yeah. He's sported over the years. How you mistake that for someone else, I don't know. Unbelievable. It's a good spot. Uh, our very own Emil Franchi from Weekend Early Breakfast here on Absolute Radio has tweeted us to say, uh, Tino a drinking a Budweiser and he left as the pub started chanting his name. Uh, Joe says, I saw Henry Kelly. He once gave me a kiss on my kiss on my birthday in the Elephant's Head in Camden. They also do excellent pie, she adds, <laughs> mysteriously. Uh, Mark, that's the advert, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mark, tell us uh, who you saw. It was Ross Abbott. <laughs> Ross Abbott in a pub? What, what was he doing? Was he just having a pint on his own? Was he with friends? He was he was in there on his own, and um, I think he was performing in one of the, the theatres in Birmingham. And he put he come in, and I, I said to him, "Mate, he goes, oh, what's happened there?" So I just went over to him, "Hey, Russ," he goes, "What an atmosphere!" And he put, he put his point down. He put his point down and done one. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! <laughs> so you you managed to wrap up his uh, his <laughs> private drink quite quickly. He, he, he just left it. I think he was drinking some kind of dodgy bitter, so I, I swerved that one. I won't even go over that. Uh, Becky Hughes has emailed, I played Paul with Antonio Fargas, who was Huggy Bear, ah. uh, from Starsky and Hutch and the Blacksmith's Arms in Rotherhithe. He was a very cool guy, but the funniest thing was, shockingly bad at playing Paul. Isn't it weird that, uh, I feel over the past few days on this show, Paul or Snooker keeps coming up as a thing. Yes. We're going to need to go. And from my memory, because I'm learning about you every day, yep. you're good at Paul, you just can't stand snooker. I am non-stop snookers in pool. Weirdly, if you go and play <laughs> pool in America, it's bad form to do snooker. Is it really? It's like the worst thing you can do. Wow. So, yeah, like death by a thousand paper cuts, <laughs> I was saying the other day. We'll have to go. Uh, this text has a oh, just a great sighting. I had a pint with Bodger from Bodger and Badger after he'd re- finished rehearsing for the Christmas panto in Mansfield. He then downed a double whiskey and went clubbing. No one was allowed to shout mashed potato to him and he'd left Badger at home. I, I'm going to be honest with you, I've never heard of that then. You've never heard of Bodger and Badger? Well, they're like two blokes, double act. No, no, no. So, Bodger was like a handyman and Badger was his pet badger. What were they doing together? Make mashed potato. Really, You've never on, heard of Bodger and Badger? On, on Wikipedia it says, the badger was a badly behaved badger with a proclivity for mashed potato. Yeah, he loved mashed potato. Why was he so into mashed potato? I don't know. We, I never, we need to ask more questions. I never questioned it in the late 80s. Well, that's, that can that can run for a lot of different things. <laughs> and we're dealing with the fallout now. Uh, Amber, who have you seen in the pub? Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal. Wow. What a hunk of a man he is. Tell us the, the oh, scenario. God, really 
Um, well, me and my husband stay in London a couple of times a year, and we were in this hotel in the bar. Um, it was quite a long time ago. I think it was when he was. It was filmed as um, Prince of Persia. Right. Right. And we were sat there, and I was like, "Oh my god! Oh my god! It's him! It's him!" And my husband was saying, "Look, you can't ask him for an autograph. It's just not the done thing in posh hotels." And I just thought, if I don't ask him, I'm going to kick myself. So I asked him, and he asked me if I had a piece of paper, and I said, oh, all I've got is a post-it note, sorry. And so he asked the barman if kindly get this lady a piece of paper, and he gave me his autograph, and he also oh. posed, and I got a picture with him. Oh, lovely. What a, nice, what a lovely chap. It was amazing. Hmm? Amber, as, a, as an aside, um, you're, you're spending the, the weekend away, I assume, with your husband in a lovely posh hotel, as you put it. What are you doing yeah. with a post-it note? That's a good point. Surely that's something that's normally on, like, an office desk. What are you carrying them no, around for, I've got, I'm a mum. I've always got post-it notes in, a, in my handbag because I use them for my shopping list because so, I stick them to the trolley. So what, shopping list? You, 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 write, you write it out on a post-it note and stick it to the <laughs> handle of the trolley? Stick it to the handle of the trolley, yeah. Wow. Wow. This is going to revolutionise supermarket shopping for so many people. It is. <laughs> Mr Spock in a pub in Surrey. Good old Leonard Kneeboy. Having a meal with his personal assistant in an empty pub, uh, says James. Did he go over to him? Um, Because he's done that neck thing that um, (laughs) all the, uh, what they call the Vulcans, always doing that neck thing. You never know, I imagine you go drinking with Vulcans, they must just be knocking each other out all the time with the neck thing. James, we need uh, further details on that one. Richie's Daily Takeaway. Uh, so there's lots going on this weekend. Obviously got the coronation and all that kind of stuff mm. going on. The, the main thing in our house is we're going to be celebrating two amazing people. And I mean my lovely mum and dad, Jerry and Nigel Bushenfeld, which is my proper surname. Uh, they celebrate their 50th wedding anniversary. That's amazing. 50 years they've been together, which is an amazing thing. Uh, they met at Chad Burns in Bootle, Liverpool. They were working there together. They got married on Cup Final Day 1973, which was Leeds versus Sunderland. Oh. Uh, apparently loads of their friends are annoyed about it because back in those days you didn't get married on the, the FA Cup final day because you missed the football and everyone's annoyed about it. Uh, and you know what, they, they are the best, I genuinely believe them to be the best mum and dad ever. They're, they're always like the parents that would like were dropping us up to go and play five-a-side footy or picking us up from stuff, picking us up from gigs in the evening and all that kind of thing, buying us lager uh, during those days when it's quite hard to get hold of it, if you know what I mean. Uh, and they're more like friends than parents, so we love them loads and it's going to be a brilliant uh, celebration this weekend in a caravan park. Brilliant. The whole family together is going to be mint, uh, which is going to be a great thing. But it got me thinking, you know, 50 years, golden wedding anniversary, that kind of thing, that's a hell of an innings. It really is. Do you know what I mean? So let's just have it in this hour home time tonight, in honour of Jerry and Nigel, my mum and dad, is there a thing in your life, someone in your life, that's had a good run? It's been going for a while. Do you know what I mean? It could be be an inanimate object or it could be someone that you've been with or you've done the same thing over a period of time. If it's had a good run, tell us. I do have a MacBook upstairs at home uh, that is... I mean, this is not as romantic as a 50th wedding anniversary, We'll go to a caravan park and celebrate. (laughs) But no, it's so old that... um, Apple have stopped, like, doing support for no. that particular uh, type of MacBook. So it's no longer supported. No longer supported. You, you get no software updates whatsoever. Uh, you wouldn't dare take it out of the house uh, away from a power uh, power source because right. the battery just dies within about 20 seconds. But if you keep it powered up, it'll it'll whir away and it just about works. So it's still going strong. Still going strong. But, I mean, that's, that's blessed relief sometimes. You're not getting you know, pushed to upgrade to the latest thing they've named after, like, a cat in the wilderness or something like it's that? It's basically because they can't really push to upgrade because the connection is so <laughs> shonky 
<laughs> you can't really get to it. Doesn't do dial-up anymore. <laughs> so look, in, in honour of Jerry and Nigel, if there's something in your life that has had a good run, do celebrate it tonight on the Home Time Show. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, our mutual friend, uh, producer Brian, has messaged to say that he, he reckons he hasn't cried. <laughs> he hasn't cried since he was 13. He said he came close to the end of Marley and Me, but that's about it. He's a Spurs fan, I don't believe it. <laughs> that's a very good point. <laughs> Must have cried more than that. Uh, Stu says, my mum has <laughs> knives that are older than me and I'm 49. Wow. That's menacing. That's a good run. And this message that's just come in from Tom, uh, it just shows the passage of time itself. He says, guys, my mum sent me to university in 1975 with a florally decorated drinking glass. I still have it and now use it to daily to wash down my blood pressure pills. Oh. That's lasted, hasn't it? And he says, and so have I. That's, I love that. It is, it's just, uh, it's the circle of life. Uh, from Wes, a picture of a Sarsons vinegar bottle. Now you're thinking, how's that, I mean... What's going, what's on, going with on with Wes? Uh, he says, I've had the same Sarsons vinegar bottle for 30 years, not the same vinegar, obviously, we just keep topping it up. I like that. Refillable vinegar. It's like Trigger's broom. <laughs> uh, let's go to the phones. Johnny, what in your life's had a good run? Well, I'm talking to you now, hands-free on my car, on my BlackBerry, which is eight years old. BlackBerry? I thought BlackBerry oh. isn't a thing. BlackBerry were brilliant, and then they just kind of disappeared. It's not still a thing, is it? Not in my life, my friend. I'm the only man left on BBM. I still BBM myself. <laughs> oh, Johnny, <laughs> I'm so yourself. jealous. I used to love BBM. I used to love my BlackBerry. I'm insanely jealous. They were amazing. Fantastic, it won't die, mate. Hey, it uh, won't and die. Do you know anyone else that's got BlackBerry? Who do you BBM on your BBM? No one. No one. There's no one left in the world. I'm the last person on BlackBerry. So you sit there in the evening just BBMing yourself? Absolutely. And I, do you know what? I even argue with myself. We don't even get on. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if you are listening to the show right now and you also have a BlackBerry, do get in touch. We can put you in touch with Johnny. BlackBerry friends. <laughs> Cheers, guys. Sean has messaged us to say that he has won the premium bond seven months on the bounce. <laughs> what an amazing thing. We had a, tw- a tweet from the lovely uh, Rick McMurray, the drummer from Ash, Booze Free for three years and counting. Wow. Good on him. And Matt says, I haven't missed an episode of EastEnders since 1994. <laughs> if we went on holiday, I would tape the omnibus, but we're now blessed with the BBC iPlayer, so that's a lot easier to catch up on missed episodes. My wife is an avid viewer too, and my 14-year-old daughter won't let us watch an episode without her. I tell people it's my guilty pleasure, but for fear there may be something wrong with me. <laughs> Thanks for your honesty. Uh, Christian Formby still got a Lacoste t-shirt that I bought in Tenerife in 1999. Still wear it. Wow. Never faded. Describes it as classic Liverpool fashion. I bet he's looking a uh, million dollars. Uh, Gary, what's still going strong? Um, your dressing gown. <laughs> <laughs> your dressing gown's been on a good run. What were you saying? A couple of years? Uh, 16 years I've had it. Whoa! 16 years? Right, Gary, give us a year that you got it, and what? how old are you now? Oh, I'm 31 now. I got it when I was 15. That's wow. even more amazing. Is it pretty, so, so what, like, your mum and dad bought it for you when you were 15? Yeah, I, mean, I think, I, I believe I got it from my mum for Christmas <laughs> when I was 15, and it, it still works. What is it, like, Optimus Prime or something? <laughs> <laughs> Gary, that's amazing. So you've, like, gone through, like, house moves, uh, further education, and thought, yeah, I'll still have that 15 year <laughs> That dressing gown. My partner's finally told me I need a new one. No, keep it going. This is amazing. Oh, Ta- it's still going. What, what's it look like? What, what, talk us through it's the dressing gown. It's literally just a plain grey one. Okay, what, Terry toweling or what kind of material got going there? It's like a fluffy towel, toweling material. Okay, it's like a millionaire's uh, dressing gown. Would it be wrong for us to say to Gary, when you get home, send us a picture of you in your dressing gown? <laughs> I don't think there'll be anything wrong in that at all. We need to see it. <laughs> 
I've literally nearly home from work now, so I could do that for you. You know well, what keep, to do, Gary. Keep an eye out at Absolute Radio. We will post it on social media. Just, and this is maybe a bit too much information. Is it above the knee or below the knee, this dressing gown? <laughs> Uh, about knee high, to be fair. Oh, okay, Gary. fantastic. Oof, not the, I'm going to concentrate. Not the photo on the head, eh? <laughs> no, yeah, you ain't got to worry about that. <laughs> cheers, cheers, buddy. Thanks a lot. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. It's time for the Film Club where we join forces to come up with a brilliant movie recommendation for one of our beloved listeners. Uh, this is an interesting one. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk is uh, how you can email us like Angelica has done. Bush and Richie, surely the Film Club this week will be looking for royal movies ahead of the coronation. Oh, yeah. Now, Angelica goes on. I only ask as my mum and her friend are actually some of the people camping on the mall in a tent already. Wow. Can't believe she's doing it. Uh, was thinking you could suggest a film Film for them to stream on their tablet to watch in the evening. I love this little setup. I mean, with the best will in the world, Angelica's mum is a nutter. But, that, <laughs> but that, this is a great suggestion. I mean, speaking of which, Angelica says, "Please give a shout out to my mum, oh. Deirdre." I think Bush just has. Uh, hi, hi Deirdre. Her friend Kirsty. I'm Kirsty as well. You crazy so and so's. Right. So, uh, royal movies ahead of the coronation at the weekend. Uh, it's going to give me the chance to put forward one of my top ten films, and that is John, John Goodman in King. Ralph. I was going to ask about whether Jared Butler had done anything to do with the royal family, but King Ralph, remind me of that. Uh, Ralph is uh, an American citizen, very distant, oh very distant <laughs> member of the royal family. Uh, and after an unfortunate incident with a family photo uh, and a, a plug next door to a water source, the entire royal family are wiped out. Oh, my word. And uh, Ralph becomes king. Never heard of this. It's like Bodger and Badger earlier on. I'm having an enlightenment this evening. It's an amazing film. I don't mean this in a bad way. I would say your the movies that are in your wheelhouse. I would say is you definitely be safe to watch on a plane. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like plane entertainment. <laughs> yes, Show me. they are. Uh, mine is 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 really quite an awful film. But not awful is a bad film. How? But is terrible it... subject matter. As a royal movie? Well, it's called The Last Duel. It's, de- it's uh, right. directed by Ridley Scott. Okay. Set in medieval France. Right. And basically, all I can say about it on the show, because it is mm-hmm. kind of quite a dark subject matter, is Matt Damon, who's a knight, mm-hmm. accuses Adam Driver, who's a squire, mm-hmm. of doing something awful right. and challenges him to a duel. And very, it's brilliant. Very you and me. I've gone with uh, uh, John Goodman, knockabout <laughs> knock fun, about. and you've got something dark. Something slightly unsettling. Uh, Malcolm backing me up on uh, King Ralph. Got to be careful taking that family mug po- portrait after the do. Uh, someone what a youthful uh, producer, Nick, never heard of the movie, uh, watching the trailer uh, online right now, speechless. No, I think he said straight to Netflix special. <laughs> Which <laughs> I thought much. was insulting for a cast list of John Goodman, uh, Johnny Hurt, well, not that he ever calls himself Johnny, <laughs> uh, Peter O'Toole, Richard Griffiths. How they d- do not go straight to Netflix. Uh, the jury is out. Uh, Laura says Johnny English. It's even got a coronation at the end. Is that the Mr Bean thing? The right thing? It's, it's, I like turn that. It oh, come no, on. No, 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 no. Turn it in. Anything to do with Mr Bean. It's, it's, it's not Mr Bean. It's Ryan Atkinson as Johnny English. He's been doing the same thing for years even the thing with the bumblebee still just Mr Bean <laughs> you seen the one with the bumblebee I've seen the bumblebee just turn it in now I think John English is a good shout uh, Phil in Manchester going with the Princess Bride classic can't remember anything about it but it's got royalty in it, isn't it? it has indeed uh, we've got Lorraine on the line Lorraine what are you recommending Coming to America with Eddie Murphy oh wicked that's a good it's film fun. yeah it's so funny what's your favourite bit of, of the movie when he's I don't know if he's his, his waiter or something when he pretends to be Eddie Murphy, like the king, 
Yes. Quite funny. Was, was this the era that Eddie Murphy used to play loads of characters in it? I think that's, that's, that, that yeah. is Eddie Murphy's thing, isn't it? That really? is his thing, playing loads of characters. He, he played the, um, the barber, the hairdresser, the barber in the... The barber, the hairdresser film. or waiters, one yeah. of them. Everything, I think he plays a bit of everything. OK, and this would be a good, it's got a royal thing, because he's obviously like yeah. a prince. He's a prince, they throw down flowers when he walks in. Yeah, that's good. Are you <laughs> going to be watching the coronation of the weekend then, Lorraine? Uh, yeah, I'm going to have a little watch of it. OK, you can do anything special for it? Put my feet up, really. <laughs> put your feet up. I thought you were about to say put the bunting up, but you've gone with feet instead. <laughs> Lovely idea. <laughs> going to put my feet up and just relax, have a few glasses of wine, maybe. I don't know, wave a flag. Good on you. <laughs> Knock yourself out. Good to speak to you. Cheers, Lorraine. Oh, thank you. The King's Speech, overwhelmingly the favourite suggestion uh, for uh, Deirdre and uh, I've forgotten the mum's name. Kirsty. Isn't that awful? Kirsty, yes. Uh, on the mail tonight, streaming uh, a movie ahead of the coronation on their tablet. The King's Speech is what it will be. A wise choice. This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. There's the show. Hope you enjoyed it. And let's just return to what we were talking about at the very beginning. Uh, Richie, maybe making yourself available for if you, you know, maybe you want a night out with your other half and need someone to get back yeah. and look, hold the fort for you or something like that. You could get you there. I remember there was this thing uh, in Bristol called, um, I can't remember what it was named now, but he had like a, he had a motorised collapsible uh, motorbike. Right. And what he would do is, is if you were, so if you're out and whatever, he would drive to your pub fold his little bike up, put it in the boot of your car and drive the pair of you home. Yes! Um, I can't remember the name of it now. There there were people that did that in Bournemouth as well. Yeah. Um, and I can't remember the name of them either. Oh, my words. We, we're going down the pan quickly tonight. Big can't start. remember a single thing that we're trying to tell you a story about. If you can fill in any of the blanks, if not only just this bit, but the entirety of tonight's show, hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk.